Hey guys, before we start off this episode or this weekly episode of The Hat Man, we wanted to share with you guys a really awesome paranormal podcast called The Pursuit of the Paranormal. They are awesome and we really highly recommend you guys check them out. But before we start this episode, we wanted to give you just a little teaser of their content. So without further ado, here's their trailer. How many greys do you think you've killed over the years? 19 pretty much for sure. Because that day, even though I was a kid, I knew for a fact that what we had just witnessed wasn't human. The only way that I could describe it was that there was there was a shadow stood there. I believe that it's potentially, I'm not saying 100% definitely, but potentially a real abduction caught on video camera. Join Ash and me every Tuesday as we explore some of the lesser-known but fascinating unusual stories from our unknown world. With the latest paranormal and UFO news, a look back at historical cases and special guests joining us along the way, we aim to pursue the paranormal from a different point of view. Pursuit of the Paranormal with Ash and Greg. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And sorry for the um, almost the lateness of this episode, but yeah. we have been a little busy. Yeah. yeah. Like this month was extra busy from the just fact that it's spooky month and we have a lot of stuff coming out. Mm. But on top of that, with paranormal investigating and even in our personal lives, it's just been crazy. Anyway. Yes. So. But this episode, I'm excited to talk about because I, I've experienced this, and I could tell you from personal experience, and I've researched the heck out of it. Um, and that is the infamous Hat Man. And I'm just going to say ahead of time, um, I'm probably, I don't know, I am going to be feeling things this episode for whatever reason. <sighs> I mean, anytime I talk about him immensely, yeah, shit gets stirred up. By the way, if you... uh heard that song uh intro again uh it's by malden yeah it's called stacy doll yeah and they have other cool songs other than that one too so yeah um if you need the actual direct link i'm gonna see if there's a way i could put the direct link in our bio like under our link tree Mm -hmm. um but if not just message me and i'll send it to you check out their stuff it's pretty good yeah by the way if you're knocking it's just it's just a turtle in the background Hey, my stealthy <laughs> editing skills. I should be able to knock that out. Just in case they hear it and they go, oh, there's knocking in your background. No, no. it's it's a turtle in a, in a tank. Don't yeah. Worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going into, I don't really think we have that much of a haunted update. We've just kind of been investigating. It's kind of like the per usual-ness. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that not much, stuff, not much stuff we have dealt with other than the usual uh 
entities coming to our home. But. And shadow things and whatever. Yeah. Or for that weird woman who like like called out to you. Oh like, yeah. Like it was like like from every typical horror film you probably no, ever seen. No, it was okay. So a little backstory. I have been very, very drawn to abandoned homes and abandoned places. And I found this group on Facebook that it's all abandoned places in North Carolina. So I was like, I was, I was telling the other people on the team, like, hey, maybe we should shift our focus and maybe look into abandoned, like, houses. And even if we can't go into the houses because of, like, asbestos and mold and all of that, the land itself, because it had, something had to make these people leave. And, like, houses or schools or weird abandoned places that, like, they completely just, like, there was one house on there where the Christmas tree was still up. No one's been in there since the 80s. I was looking through this and I thought, I had seen from a, another psychic that she puts ruins inside her, and protective symbols inside her phone case and behind her TV to make sure whatever she looks at stuff doesn't come through. Because uh, she was saying like, on a ghost adventures episode that something actually came through and she was playing around with that idea and whatever. Well, so it goes I, back to that theory that um, spirits live in the uh, the fourth dimension where space and time doesn't exist. Exactly. So even if you're watching something that was recorded six, it was 10 years ago, even longer than that, doesn't mean that's what's happening at the time that it's recording. Spirit thinks that still that time still exists. Yeah. Or they're still in that time. So the device, electronic device that they've learned to go through essentially um, can travel from the time of when it's recorded to the time of when you're watching it. Yeah. Yeah. So I started doing that. And I have one on the back of our TV. And now I'm able to watch. Because before I wasn't really able to watch Ghost Adventures. I just like, I was told not to. Like, I just felt like I shouldn't. Anyways, so I was like, because of a lot of this research, I watch a lot of videos and stuff for the podcast. I was thinking maybe I need to do it on my phone too. Didn't. I thought I did. I swear I did it. Anyways, I took my phone case off to see if I had a protection ruin on there, and nope. Nope, you don't. I don't know. I don't know where it went. I could have swore. Why would I do it on the TV and on the phone? Makes no sense. Anyways, but before I noticed that, I was looking through these abandoned places, and there was one particular place where it... There was two places I was really drawn to. There was a apparently a plane crash and back in the 70s, I want to say, or 80s, on the western part of North Carolina, and the plane is still there. Mm. And the two people died. And I was like, dang, that's got to hold a lot of, like, residue. Like, residue, res- not residue, residual. residual energy, sorry. And so I kept getting, like, drawn to that specific place and then there was this other one where it looked like a cabin maybe but it wasn't almost like a old settlement type building it was weird um and i think it was also on the western a lot of these these places are on the western side of north carolina and apparently there was a witch that was buried like almost like the bell witch kind of situation happening but she was buried in a cemetery and as soon as I saw that picture, I read the story, and as soon as I saw that picture, I immediately, like, my third eye was just, like, booming. Like, it freaking hurt. And then I I said, you know what, I gotta stop looking at this, even though I was, like, super drawn to keep looking at the photos and seeing stuff. Anyways, I felt like I was being watched. 
And I was like, oh, no, you're telling me I can't even look at photos without like channeling something in. And so I look all off to the side of me up at the steps because we I was in a den, the den area, which is like this big TV room. It was the garage got converted into a living space. And so I was sitting in there and it was dark and I see this girl in like a 1800s. It could have even been well before that, like white nightgown. And she had long, stringy, kind of like brown hair. Like she had just gotten out of bed, right? And because I even heard the feet slap on the floor, right? And I, you know, stopped because I was like, the fudge, you know? Because I, I was like, even though I see this stuff all the time, it still sometimes freaks me out a little bit. Now I'm just concerned on you using the word fudge. Yeah, I didn't want to cuss. I just felt, <laughs> I just felt, eh, I didn't feel like doing it, so fudge. Anyways. All right, Terp. <laughs> Anyways, so <sighs> she turns turn like put her hand out towards me and she was like help me and then all of a sudden she was like help me i probably just freaked the fudge out of anybody listening like that that octave like it was i don't even know what to describe like it freaked me that like uh yeah messed me up like you said to me you said to me and i was like that's like the typical like horror film like when like someone's walking down the hall in a haunted house and they see like a white figure going help me no she like she looked uh she looked like she was about maybe early adult age so like 1920 1920 what the freak 19 or 20 yeah and so yeah that was probably the last like concrete thing that happens you know someone listening and they've been listening to us for a while and we we know who you are out there um probably think like oh this is nothing new to yeah us who deal with this stuff on a daily basis yeah. but so, you know <laughs> everyone else is just like what put the shit you yeah. know you have to go back to kind of understand and it's i've heard a lot of people too like they'll message us and they say it's kind of cool like when they first you go to the first episode and listen all the way through yeah It'll take you some time because there's like 60 episodes, if not more. Mm. Um, But I know specifically people have said that they like going from the first episode all the way down because they could see like our growing with our abilities and understanding because the first like couple episodes, it was like me talking about like my abilities I've always grown up with and stuff like that. But like now I'm like fully embraced in, in with my abilities. So, Yeah. And then, too, you see us as we start investigating our perspective kind of change in that route, too. So, should we go on to the hat man? Yes, and, and, and the hat man, the infamous shadow figure, the infamous hat man, seen out of most shadow figures. And what we've learned about shadow figures in themselves is that they don't take a certain shape. They don't have any definition to them. They don't have any... Um, you can't tell a shadow figure from that shadow figure from that shadow figure. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of the same. They all are just a basic silhouette of humanoid figure when uh, a shadow figure takes a shape that looks specific like the hat man you know you're dealing with something more powerful more in control or at least more darker and this is mostly going to be a you episode because yeah because i've actually experienced it multiple times well so you researched the hell out of it and yeah. i was just like I, I i looked at what i knew and i probably just get my basic theories on it which i do have them on the hat man because we 
haven't dealt with him per se. You haven't. I have. You have. But as yeah. of recently, me and you being together have never come across. No, except I got to I gotta dig back in my photos and find because remember I had a photo. I got a feeling like something was watching me and I looked and it was like a grouping of shadows and I had taken a picture and it looks like the outline of a hat. Because that's that's the thing with like me, like a lot of people associate it with sleep paralysis and seeing it during the dreams. I've only seen them during my dreams once. And I'll tell you, I'll retell that too. I think I've said it in like way earlier episodes about that dream. But um, I've, all, I've seen him in the physical, physical form, like physical world. Um, so... A lot of people have different things. If you look up the hat man, you have different experience stories to where it's they don't people don't get any harm from him. They just kind of see him as a watcher. Now, the crazy thing is, is some people have said that he has red eyes. I've never seen him with red eyes. I've just seen him without a face. Was well, all the reports is the same figure, uh, a man in a hat. Either wide brimmed or like almost like a bowler or even like a top hat. Yeah. But it's always a hat in particular with a wide brim of a like a almost if it was sunlight outside, it would cover his face in shadow. Yeah. Uh, with a jacket, a trench coat of some kind, something long jacket wise. Um, no one ever sees his shoes or pants, but essentially that's the, the main figure that they yeah. see is a jacket, hat, and a man shape, essentially wide shoulders. So it gives off the figure of a shadow man. But the hat man has been the name. And he's been seen, what, everywhere. Uh, everywhere, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go kind of first through my experience that yeah. I've had, okay? So that way you guys can kind of see where I'm coming from while I did the research. So I used to see the hat man specifically, my mom can even attest to this, like she specifically remembers me telling her, hey, there's a man in my room, and I would describe to her to a T, like, what the hat man has. So... I used to never sleep in my, my own room. I used to have to sleep with my mom because it, it just, I, I just couldn't. And so we moved into this house. I was like five or six and my mom was like, look, you got to sleep in your own bed. You got to just barrel through this. There's nothing that's going to hurt you, whatever. So I compromised with her in getting the, one of those nineties, like tube TVs, those little tiny ones, you know, to have that going while I slept. And she said, okay, that's fine. My bedroom was on the other side of the hall. Like, it completely isolated from my parents' room. And I started... It first started that the TV would go out. It would get fuzzy. It would, you know, do, like, the static thing. Anyways, so it started doing that. And then all of a sudden, I started noticing. I would wake up in the middle of the night, same thing like I do now. And I would, I, I, what would wake me up would be my TV going static and I'd start looking around and I would always see the quote unquote hat man standing by my closet door, just looking at me, but just look at me. Wouldn't, it was never a demeaning presence. I would try and ask it like, like, why are you here? What are you doing? Like, and if I ever got uneasy, then I would run to my mom's room. But it was very rare. Like, he just, like, sat there and watched. Like, a, I wouldn't say, like, a protector. That's not the, the way to describe it. I don't know. Like, just, like, a watcher. Just, like, 
watching and always by my closet door and you know I would see him consistently and then an entity started coming with him and it was this girl and I've said this story like 20,000 times I'm not even kidding on this on the podcast but this girl who was basically she was dressed like the 1970 from the 1970s and she basically said that she was beat to death by the cafeteria lady she had the back part of her head kind of like smashed in which i know viewer discretion or listener discretion i know there's probably there's people listening way worse than that yeah probably (laughs) but i'm just saying um (laughs) so she would come with him like, he would almost be, like, the watcher, like, the overseer of what she was doing. And I don't know, like, I truly don't know if she was, because, you know, like, sometimes darker entities will mask themselves with, like, a kid or something like that. So I don't know if she was truly dark or not. Um, I did have a psychic pick her up. Like, she's still around me. She just doesn't make herself known anymore for whatever reason. But it would be a consistent thing every night. I'd see her, see the hat man, the TV would fuzz. When they'd leave, the TV would go back to normal. And some nights I could take it, some nights I couldn't. I don't remember, like, when it stopped or when it started. I mean, I remember when it started, but when it stopped. Um, And then I did see him again in a dream. So I would have this dream consecutively, like through my adult years um i think i may have had it again during one of the podcasts like while i i i as a haunted update was i had this dream and i think this was the dream um but basically i was going through this like marshland swampy land on this canoe and he was controlling the canoe he was, he had a lantern this time instead of like a, just nothing. He had a lantern and he was directing the boat and he was having me stop at these huts that were floating on the swampland. And you know, like you could see like the, the alligators and stuff like that, like diving into the water or whatever. It like was total, like just in the middle of nowhere swampland. And I would go, he would tell me, like, he wouldn't say anything, but he would direct me to go into the huts. And every time I'd go into the huts would be Polaroids of people. I don't know who these people are, but thousands of Polaroids just, like, all over the place on the on the walls. And they would fall, and as they would fall, I would pick them up and look at them. And, like, there's some that I remember, but I would consecutively have this dream throughout my adulthood. And... Again, he didn't, it was like he was showing me, it was like a protector situation showing me, like, it. the best way, and I would describe him when I was a kid, and I would describe, and I still, before I started doing research and talking to other people about what they experienced, I would consecutively call him the Watcher. Because that's what I felt like he did, like, he watched the balance between the spiritual realm and not. Now, other people have had other experiences that are not like that whatsoever um there is even uh there's situations where seeing the hat man and then people died there was seeing the hat man um before like they themselves died or family members died there was um seeing him and then something traumatic happened 
seeing him um there's been people that have seen him on like while they were they themselves were on drugs so whether they were uh like high or or drunk even they saw this guy um so yeah so it's a lot of different experiences um one person even said that they saw him on top of them like above them kind of like the whole witch thing the hag lady that will like lure you into sleep paralysis um they try pecking him with that but i'm wondering i don't think he's a solo guy i don't think he is one entity i think he is it's almost like a classification of entities um so like they say the hat man like he's one singular thing and i don't think he is i think it's just a type of shadow person but their job is is or his job in the spiritual realm that is what's undecided now you have angels and you have demons but and though and that and this entity there could be good and evil too so i'm wondering if like the more demonic ones are red-eyed and the ones that are just watchers and protectors aren't the only reason why a hat man or a demon would take the form of a hat man is to lure someone in but even so Hatman itself, and you just talk about a watcher, and I know you're about to go into other things about how mm-hmm. a lot of psychics have seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, one piece of a theory I'll give away right now mm-hmm. uh, is that I think he is a scout for. Uh, I'm not saying that that the people have seen him as a protector, but I feel like if you were going to make someone feel comfortable enough for a demonic possession, you would make him feel feel safe mm-hmm. and it sounds like that and I, a piece of it, my theory is that i think he is like a um a scout for dark entities or demons and stuff like that for yeah. possible like is the most powerful thing you can possess is a psychic right a regular person something like that you're just taking them for a vessel but a psychic who already has established abilities and stuff like that mm-hmm. you could do a lot of damage yeah and see like they've even said to a lot of kids have seen seen him so I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's the thing that's so crazy about him. But I know, like, a lot of psychics that have seen them have, because even though he would, like, I didn't see him as a threat, per se, it still was a, a very big part of my, like, abilities as a kid. Like, I specifically remember it like it was yesterday, how I saw him. And I know I've talked to a lot of different psychics, and a lot of them have seen this guy now it's kind of varies even with psychics like some psychics say very dark some psychics say not very dark. it was more of a protector so there's that um let me see so there was an article that i stumbled upon that i thought was crazy so for me like now as an adult when i go back and i view what i saw as a kid there was one specific time when i started diving into my abilities i saw a i I don't know why it reminded me of what was that movie that was all shot in black and white it's a current movie it had i think joseph gordon levitt in it and the guy in old boy what? The Watchmen? Was it The Watchmen? You talking about The Lighthouse? 
No, that's that's Robert Pattinson. I know. It's like, like I don't know how would you get them mixed up. No, it's it was an all black and white movie, but it was like in modern times. No, it wasn't in modern times. That's what I it kind of reminded me. Sin City, I think it is. You just say Sin City, the comic book style movie. Yeah, yeah. Josh Brolin and like, Joseph Gere-Levitt in the second one. Yes, yeah. that movie. So that's how it was kind of viewed to me. But it, it showed me like he was from the 1950s, but like that style thing. So I was like, I don't right. know why I'm associating <laughs> the Hat Man with 1950s, right? So I stumbled upon this article. Okay, so I found this article... And it was written on thehappyhealingshop.com. And they were talking about how there's a psychic on YouTube, her name is Gigi, who talks about her experience of interacting with and seeing where the shadow hat man came from through a hypnosis session. The hat man kept visiting her room all the time. Through her hypnosis sessions, she saw where he was coming from and by following him back and doing a remote viewing of him. She found he was from an earlier time in an apartment or hotel room that looked like it was from the 1950s or the 1960s. Gigi distinctively remembered the place had a sense of sadness and loneliness. On the coffee table, she saw a manila folder that said watchers. She suspected that her particular shadow hat man was someone who was involved in a government program where psychics were being trained to do remote viewing. And was that it? Yeah, that was it. That was all she could get from that session. But that makes you think, what the heck? Because I have never, like, I've never read this article before, but I kept referring to him as the Watcher. And then I also got that thing from the 1950s. So it, like, boggled my mind because I was like, what does that mean? Because she also saw it too. So I don't know weird yeah (laughs) but um so i'm gonna talk about a friend of mine who she has experienced the hat man but unfortunately she felt more of the terrorizing like pestering from him versus how i got him as like a protector i mean i wouldn't say good wasn't good but it wasn't like evil either like she did she actually had a lot of of working through it when she started doing her psychic abilities as well of working through what she would see as a kid because she would actively see him. But this is what she kind of theorized. She believes that the hat... I don't know if she thinks that he's just one singular or if it's a group, but basically it the hat man controls the darker things and sends them where it pleases. So, like you said, that kind of works in with what you said, like a scout for psychics or even younger kids or whatever. And... He can send, he determines what need, like, could this person be possessed? Could this, you know? Um, another theory is the hat man is an entity who likes to scare people, essentially, but feeds off the, the energy of, like, fear and, and being scared as a source of food. Well, like, um, like it? Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, like, specifically good that would make sense why it goes for kids yeah but what i don't understand quite yet is there was there was a thing too 
I saw a long time ago and I couldn't for the life of me find it. But it had the Shadow Man, the Hag, like the old Hag, like the Sleep Paralysis Hag, and a, a couple of other different like humanoid looking shadow people, right? Like your typical looking shadow people. Um, and it said basically they all work together for like to do things like sleep paralysis and whatever. So are they just another entity? Or is it connected to demonic stuff? Or what is that the question? Well, dark entities in themselves, I mean, that's what they try to classify the people. He's staring at the turtle. It's like <laughs> trying to come out of the tank. Yeah. Um, dark entities and, and, and demonic entities themselves are two different things. A dark entity is usually a person mm-hmm. um, who turned evil, essentially, who did evil things in their past life. And, and as they're dead, they continue to be a bully or something of darkness basically not atoning to it yeah and demons a little more powerful than that um and depending on their rank if you study demonology at all um there's even hierarchies when it comes to that but these entities the shadow shadow uh the hat man and the hag they seem to be dark entities that rule within that world but almost outside of the norm of dark entity and demon like they're still on the dark side of the spectrum of spirits i guess Mm -hmm. but they operate in their own kind of way. And the thing is, like, I think... I don't know. For whatever reason, the hat man carries a weight with him. Like, when you say, oh, I've seen the hat man, it, like, instantly puts fear in people. And I want people out there to know, like, you can you can get him to go away. Like, don't think because, oh, my God, you're seeing the shadow hat man that everybody sees and, and, and it's leading to bad things. That you can't banish that guy out. You can. Oh, and I remember we were talking about this earlier. Um, and I was thinking to myself, like, what if he, uh, what if he charged my hand? I don't know. Could I pull him off the plane? Is that even possible with him? I don't know. I've never come across any entity that's outside of dark entities and demons. So to come across something that's different, mm-hmm. but still in the spectrum of evil, I don't know. I did want to kind of touch on a couple of people that, like, were the kind of, like, the opposite that may have commented on our stuff or whatever that we talked about, the hat man. I know one guy just said it's a Reddit ritual, which I don't agree with. Like, it's just something Slenderman that... Slenderman is a Reddit yeah. ritual. Yeah. Now, no one has ever seen Slenderman in real life. They've seen yeah. something that looks like him, but never that actual yeah. thing. And I think and there's a lot of people that I don't uh, that sit there and say, "Oh, the hat man is conjured up like it's it's a manifestation in real life, like people believe in it and and it's there. No, I had no clue at five years old what a hat man was, and it appeared like it appeared it's some of the most distinctive things i have ever seen so like for people to sit there and say that oh like i i think i forgot where but there was like i forgot where i don't know but um i just i don't i don't think it's not something that's just conjured up and i think the psychics that have experienced this sorry i thought i heard something specifically like a straight up i don't know that might be an evp 
you're talking about the dishes clattering in the background. No, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I don't know. I don't think I think he's something real. I don't think that people just. Yeah, what the heck? I do think he's kind of something that the more you talk about it, the more he kind of appears. That goes on the same theory with um, what you're seeing before that he could conjure up and the thing is that ghosts only exist because humans think they exist. Like if they manifest them into mm-hmm. reality. And so they say, oh, if you don't believe in ghosts, they don't bother you. And yeah. There's been plenty of cases where people have had that mindset. Non-believers buying a mm-hmm. home. Someone tells them how to die, you're full of crap. And then yeah. move in, like, holy crap, and then become a believer of all the stuff that happens there. So, yeah. uh, no, that's not the way it works. And then the more you talk about them, uh, think of black eyed children. This is like yeah. that, that, that old theory that if you talk about them, they show up. Mm-hmm. If they were so, there were a lot of paranormal podcasters out there dealing with them right now, including ourselves. Yeah. And we haven't come across them at all. I haven't, no. But I feel like the hat, I feel the hat man is different, though. Like, black eyed kids is a little bit more far fetched. But the hat man, for whatever reason, the more you talk about him, because I think when I, I got to find that picture because there was a picture, like I said, at the beginning that I took that I sent to my friend, Jess, who also has abilities, who has seen the hat man. I sent her that picture and I know she was like, what the hell? Like it, it was distinctively and there was nothing casting that shadow on the wall. So, I'll see if I can find it. That would yeah. be perfect yeah. for you guys to see. Yeah. See your opinion on it. Because there's nothing. Nothing in the in that living room that could have... And I think your right hand charged. I think I texted you, hey, pull. Oh, it was recently? Yeah, it was recently. It was within the last month, month and a half. Oh. Yeah. And they've done that. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta look at the pictures. It's probably on the cloud. Mm. my cloud um <laughs> but yeah so that's that's pretty much like where kind of shared you guys my experience and like the whole 1950s correlation i don't know i don't know there's a lot of conspiracy theories about the government being involved with like psychic stuff like that that goes back a long oh, time i know ago. there's there's a lot a lot a lot so, um, yeah, there, there, I don't think I've, 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 I've had a weird vision before. I don't know if any, maybe anybody out there that listens that has abilities could kind of clear this up for me, but I've had visions where it's like I'm in an interrogation room and someone is asking me questions and it's like a vision. Like I'm right here talking to somebody in my like third eye. So I was talking to Jess, my friend, about it um, because we kind of got like a group message going on about like stuff that happens with us, you know, psychically and everything. And she said the first thing she got was like government interference. And she was like, what? I don't know how that like, I don't know why that correlates. But like, that's kind of interesting that that was, you know, in that article. Because it was like someone was asking me like, what am I doing? What does it feel like being like this? It, it was weird. And it made me feel like someone was intruding on my thoughts. So, I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. That's a little far-fetched for people listening. They're probably like, what the fuck? No, nah, I don't say that. I mean, most stuff we talk about, you know, 
when it comes to far-fetchedness. It doesn't seem too far out there. But um, with that, I can say that it's hard to believe that the government has that kind of pull and you would use Shadow the Hat Man to recruit. Because that it was so, you would be working for the government by now. Yeah. Right? That's true. I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, so weird. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, when I think about that, the hat man, I feel like I know more than what's coming through. That makes sense? Well, I mean, you're you're, you're psychic, so, I mean, you would pick up more than the average person. I don't know. I don't know if I figure out anything more, I'll post it on Instagram. Mm. But, I don't know, I feel like I know, specifically know what the hat man is and why it does what it does, but, like, I can't put my finger, like, on it. Like, my subconscious knows, my conscious doesn't know yet. <laughs> okay, people are probably like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? But now, that's part of being psychic. So. Time for my theory. Yes. Like I said before, I, I thought the hat man, from what I've read, stuff like that, from stories people have told about him, especially when it comes to psychics, medium, is that he's almost like a scout for um, dark entities to haunt or possess, and things like that. And the more powerful psychics, the more he shows himself to, and he wants to be around those ones, because those are the ones that are high choice. Will he stop moving around in there? Yeah. The turtle's <laughs> like, get me out of here. Um, I want to share my theories. Turtle thoughts. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, and uh, psychics are high choice and stuff like that. When it comes to other people around the world, I guarantee he scouts them out. They see him once, twice, and he disappears. The reason why you don't see him repeatedly, and he, he never really haunts a specific person for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Now, there's stories out there of people saying that they've been haunted by the same hat man for generations. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, well, then also, like, because most should... stories. They see a hat man for a little bit, then he disappears and never see him ever again. That's the majority of the time. That's when we think he's a scout. That he goes, looks, finds somebody, sees it with potential, either gives the, hey, you want to check this person out, and then goes on to the next person. And the shadow figure of a hat man is it's, it's what's been seen, because maybe that's what's his human form when he was alive. However, mm-hmm. how long ago. Yeah. Or just the form he takes now, because it's an average looking figure. Um, for the times of when he was alive. You know what he reminds me of? You know the Men in Black? Yeah. He gives me that vibe, but with a with a brim hat instead of like the suits. Mm. That's what he kind of reminds like that feel like like the Men in Black, yeah. Mm. Weird. I don't I don't know. Okay, I feel like I like I feel like I know more. Like there's more information that I have on this in my brain than it, that's coming out right now that I'm not supposed to talk about. But I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Anyways, continue. sorry. Uh, um, but yeah, that's what I think. That's why most people don't see him for long. Is because he's just there to check out what's going on with the person. Then he moves on to the next. Um. That's why most people don't see him as a ghost. Because what we know about shadow figures is that they're almost like a, uh, a negative of a person when they're alive. Like a negative film, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like the flash leftover absence of light figure of what was there. That's why most shadow figures, 
or dark entities are shown as shadow figures. Um, and I have my theory about sleep paralysis. Paralysis? Paralysis. Paralysis. Oh, I keep saying paralysis. Paralysis. Sleep paralysis is where people always see shadow figures moving around them as they're frozen. And that's because their dark entities are seeing a fresh body for someone to leave. Because people with sleep paralysis have a potential to astral project. I mean, leave their body. And a dark entity would see that as, oh, prime pickings for me to jump in there. That's just my theory. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but it's from what, you know, stories told and stuff like that. That's what I am. Um, I piece together. But the hat man, like I said, most shadow figures don't take shape. They're all the same silhouette of a person. Um, I feel like he is specific for a reason, especially because people see the same kind of hat man for ever how long. And see even to this day. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't well. know. Well, yeah. So, I think we'll put it there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's we can close that case file. No, no. I'm just kidding. We'll talk about him again. Yeah, another shadow figure episode. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, what is next week? So next week is work encounter stories, which makes you think kind of like, what is that? So. I don't know if I go down the rabbit hole with like park rangers and like even policemen like that have had crazy stuff happen to them. Like they've been called to a house and the person's been possessed or something like that. Um, Or a park ranger, obviously, in like national parks and seen some crazy stuff. So we are going to cover stories like that or people that work at haunted locations and have experienced crazy stuff. That makes sense. I enjoy reading these. So mm-hmm. next week's another Megan's gonna talk your ear off episode. Yeah, uh, I'll try to find some of my own, and I think yeah. I have enough experiences I've had at different jobs that I could tell some of my own. I don't think I've had any. I haven't worked very many jobs, so <laughs> no. Oh, but I do have. So Mishesh? okay, yeah. I have a, I have an encounter story when I worked at Walmart. That was just abnormal. Yeah, I know you're talking about that. Um, the growling man. I think you think about the lady who touched your belly. Oh yeah, I have that one too. <laughs> Shoot. Anyway. Oh. So you okay. got two teasers for you. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. But no. Uh. So we have a couple bonuses coming out this month. Um. If you like that, plus if you already didn't know, uh, check out the last bonus episode that came out last Wednesday, uh, or Thursday. Was it Thursday? At this point, I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> the last bonus episode came out with uh, me and uh, Mike from our paranormal team, where yes. he tells us his, um, uh, what we call it, exorcism stories that he has yeah. experienced firsthand. Um, also, his psychic abilities and how they work, and how me and him have uh, essentially known each other longer than this lifetime. Yeah. If that makes any sense to yeah. you. Yeah. And so, um, like I said, we have a couple bonuses episodes. On the 20th, we have a past life. I'm going to be interviewing a past life regressionist. Uh, she's also an author and she's also on TikTok. And her videos are pretty cool about past life and stuff like that and healing and all of that. So she's going to be coming on with me. And a few more that we're still trying to uh, cement. Like, yeah. But um, we still got a lot of voices out coming up this month, next month, and even December. Yeah, there's so. a lot. Yeah. A lot more interviews, a lot more conversations. Yeah. But as always, guys, you can check out our uh, social media at Hidden the Shadows 
podcast. Um, oh, sorry, I had a burp in my throat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hitting the shadows podcast. Uh, Twitter hitting the shot six. TikTok and hitting the podcast two, or links to all the social media and in the shadows podcast dot com. So as links to our merch store, we can check out our shirts we have. Some are pretty cool. Um. Also, if you are dealing with anything paranormal, we are also paranormal investigators. Um, if it's your first time listening to this episode, then you probably don't know that. But, oh, sorry. I don't know what's in my throat. Like, I felt like I had a burp for a second. Anyway, um, here, uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Something's messing with me. We are a paranormal investigation yes. team that you can check out uh, called Shadow Walker Paranormal. Uh, we do have an Instagram. We can DM us directly. Uh, for any cases that um, you can, uh, they need our help with or advice. Uh, we're willing to travel, depending on how far we have to go. Yeah. But um, if you have a problem like that, any concerns, we can answer those questions for you. And best way is to uh, DM us on Sh- uh, Shadow Walker Paranormal on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Or message us here in Hidden in Shadows. Yeah, we can. Because that's yeah. our team. So. Yeah. yeah. And if you ever like just need advice, like maybe you're experiencing something. Or you are trying to maybe go into your abilities or whatever, feel free to message us because, I mean, I don't mind just talking to people and, and we've gotten people where we've talked through experiences and stuff like that and, like, how to manage abilities and stuff like that. So, yeah, don't be afraid to DM us. All right. And as always, we'll catch our widows in the next one. Yep. Mm-hmm.